Hi, I'm Mike Maloney, and welcome to another CSRM podcast. Today's episode is hosted by Dr. Greg Linville. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to CSRM podcast land. We are on a, on a third time here with a, a similar kind of theme and, and the same great group of guys. And we're, we're introducing to you some of our n- most recent staff members uh, in Scott Stedman. Welcome, Scott. Hey, and, thanks for having me. And Austin Gears. Welcome, Austin. And hey, last time you heard a little bit more about what Austin's going to be doing, what he's involved with, and those, those regional roundtables that were gathering for relationships. And they're, they're going to get some resources, etc. But it's really connecting people and then, of course, Dan Stofer is our executive director, has been with us for a few years now. Dan, anything else you want to kind of recap about resources and relationships before we get into what Scott's doing? Yeah, I would just once again, uh, just encourage you, if you need anything in either of those two areas, uh, we are available. Uh, you got to hear from several of us so, so far, um, and you're going to hear from Scott here in just a second, but you know, our, our background, our connection, uh, our current reality is with the local church. And so anything we can do to build a relationship with you or others associated with you and provide resources to make your ministry thrive, that's what we're all about. So just know that we are here for you. And if you missed last time, we focused a lot on these regional groups. And I'm sure something will come up on the screen if you're watching this that will help you get connected if you want to get involved in one of those groups, typically they might meet six or eight times a year, maybe 10, kind of on a monthly or quarterly basis in cities or regions. And even internationally, there's some that are meeting. And even like continentally in Africa, there's, I, Dan, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there's even like monthly times that they gather. And these groups take on a life of their own and and their own format. But it's not just North America. It's all over the world, although there's primarily a lot of them in America. And just to recap, we're doing this in conjunction with REACH. And REACH has made a, a priority of getting people together. And we should say that the regional groups within REACH have uh, four, at least four times a year that they want to get together that we're working hand in hand with them. One is the annual international conferences next year will be in mid-April. Just go to our website. You can get connected. And then the second one is a face-to-face kind of in a state or a region where you'll spend anywhere from two to six hours together, share a lunch. And then the other two in the quarterly will kind of be the Zoom meetings that we've kind of gotten used to, or maybe even bored with that we've been doing it now for two years. But regardless of all that, that is something that's, that's very much part of our relationship building. But Dan, we want to take this one a little bit more in the direction of resources. And we brought Scott Stedman on to help us with that. And the first question people are going to say, well, what happened to Andrew? Well, Andrew's still involved with us, love him to death. And he's 
he's taken a little bit of a different direction, but he's still with us and he's still helping us. And so we just, by the way of now saying thank you to Andrew for all that you have done, but some of the things that, that he was doing and has done that Scott is now moving in those directions and handling those kind of things. So Dan, take it away, introduce Scott and what have you. Yeah. So uh, we, we posted an, an opening uh, for director of digital resources uh, probably two, three months ago. And I got a very impressive resume from a guy named Scott uh, Stedman. And so uh, he has joined our staff. And so Scott, uh, just like we did with Alston, Tell us a little bit about you and your family, your ministry background, your experience with sports and and all that good stuff. Tell us who you are. Yeah, so uh, my name is Scott Stedman. I'm a uh, ordained minister. Uh, I currently am living in Virginia, Fishersville, Virginia, with my wife, Laura, and my two kids, Peter and Elizabeth, and our elderly dog, Max, who just turned 12 years old this month. So... A lot of sleeping, a lot of arthritis for that dog. <laughs> so a lot of medication as well. So, um, but that's pretty much um, just me. Um, I was called to the ministry at a very young age, uh, right when my family started going back to church, uh, started to pursue that, actually went to college at Anderson University out of Anderson, Indiana, and ended up be getting a double major in Bible and religion and theater studies. Eventually got my master's in uh, master's of divinity in pastoral counseling. And now I am going back to school to get my doctor of ministry in church leadership. Um, I have been in pastoral ministry for 12 years and have been in camping ministry, uh, summer camp ministry, and even uh, annual camp ministry for almost a decade. So a lot of experience in ministry, various ministries. As far as sports, um, I never really, I never really got into sports in high school. I felt like anytime when I tried out, I played a lot of community basketball, and then when I tried out for the sports team, I just wasn't good enough to make the sports team. Um, and it seemed like a lot of the sports I were interested in, our school didn't have the funding to do it. So. Um, But it wasn't until I got to college that I started to learn about rugby and played a season of rugby in college before I had to uh, do before the theater took over my life. Uh, And then it wasn't until probably the last couple of years when we moved, when my family moved from uh, Northeast Ohio to Virginia, uh, where I got reacquainted with a guy who was who played rugby and he said, Hey, we have a whole rugby club here in Virginia. So I went and just kind of jumped in and definitely was playing a different position than I was in college because I uh, gained a lot more weight (laughs) since then. Um, And actually enjoyed playing, uh, enjoyed being there. And, um, and obviously the pandemic kind of uh, crippled our team and our club a little bit, just with a lot of clubs in the uh, area. Uh, and, um, around this time, this is when I was kind of feeling the transition, um, away from the church that I was pastoring at. And again, I was just kind of looking for church jobs and sure enough, I saw this, uh, director of digital resources, uh, which was interesting because I've had my own podcast since early 2008. And then, um, even did a lot of video production and stuff for camp and for other churches. So I thought, Hey, this is my skill set. 
you know, let's kind of learn more about you guys. And then I thought, well, you know, I'll apply and, and kind of see, get more information. And now I'm here. So that's kind of my journey. It's a great journey. And anybody who plays rugby uh, as a former American football player, uh, those guys who don't wear pads, you guys are tough. <laughs> that, that's a great sport. So. Except a couple of weeks ago when I rolled my ankle and fell down a hill. <laughs> that's, that, that, I wasn't so tough when that happened. That'll bring anybody to their knees. So Hit me hard, but roll that ankle. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us, tell us more um, about how you got interested in the, the digital side of things. You said you've been doing a podcast for 14 years, which is just crazy. Uh, yeah. As somebody who's, I mean, you're highly educated again, your, your resume was very, very impressive. Um, you're highly educated. You're pursuing more. You were a senior pastor. What, what led you into the, the digital aspect of, of things? Yeah, so that's great. So I think when I went to college, I was very interested in doing theater. Um, And then a lot of times I found out that I was very gifted in doing kind of the backstage work as far as set design, lighting, sound engineering. Um, And then we've had a couple shows where we had to do video production. Uh, There was one particular like indie show we did where we had a guest person from Indianapolis come up who did a lot of avant-garde stuff talking about the body and, and, and everything else. So I had to create some videos and stuff for that, which was very fun. Um, Even at camp, I always had to do like promo videos and um, occasionally like if we had a sports tournament at camp, instead of just saying, Hey kids, we have a basketball tournament today. We, I just tell people who are running the program, Hey, why don't you create a commercial? And they would, and you can, you can find them on YouTube. Uh, I may post the link if I'm brave enough for people to see my old work, but it was just like the most bonkers, hilarious videos that we ever created. And I would just edit, put them together, which then led to film production, um, and then eventually, you know, I'm not that great of a writer, which is weird because I'm pursuing my doctorate, which you write a lot. <laughs> so I'm getting to become a better writer. But at the time, uh, I just felt like me talking was a lot more simpler than me trying to blog or do that. So I kind of transitioned from blogging about what whatever was in my head to podcasting. So um, I've had my own podcast called the Scott Stemmon Podcast, really focus on religion, um, entertainment, psychology, kind of the things I'm interested in. And um, just kind of been doing that off and on for years. And then probably once the pandemic hit, I kind of really got into being more consistent with that. Um, Since a lot of the stuff I was doing at the church kind of freed up because, you know, we weren't meeting or gathering in person for a while. Um, even with the pandemic, that kind of really shift the idea of digital resources and digital communication for me, because, you know, so many churches, once the pandemic hit, had no clue yep. what to do, how to move forward. Uh, some who weren't doing, who weren't streaming their services had to figure out how to stream their services or try to find other ways to still have churches. Those who were streaming just kind of had to put more resources into their equipment and their streams. Um, You know, if you're just doing it with a camera thinking, oh, this doesn't matter. And now you have a 
full 4K camera, maybe two or three now, because it's like, oh, this is important because, you know, it's getting the word out and not only just within our communities that we're a part of, but worldwide. And that was the one thing I noticed with podcasting is when I'm looking at my results and I'm seeing I have listeners in India, in Japan, and I'm thinking, who wants to listen to me in Japan? (laughs) But Apparently, there are people who do, especially when it came to gospel centric things. So uh, so that really mattered. So I think just the whole digital side, I think just personality wise, I'm just fascinating by that. And it's always nice to just take something and then chop it up and put it together and create something through uh, video and digital mediums. And um, yeah, and I'm just love doing that stuff. I think you, you said something that is really a big passion of, of ours, um, especially, um, and this is totally from, from my heart, this is not prompted by, by Greg, but we're about ready to celebrate Dr. Linville's 50th year of, of ministry as he enters into that 50th year, that, that big milestone. There's so much content that from, from Greg over all those years with CSRM and, and others who have been a part of things, there's so many things that are either written um, in, in a book somewhere, a blog post, or maybe an old CD at a conference. We have so much um, information that we want to see put into something digitally, a bite-sized thing, because we know it's so important. And I think COVID really did kind of speed that process up for all of us, but especially organizations like ours, because we want these resources in the hands of, of people. So with, with that said, Tell us, and I, just like Alston, you're, you're brand new, so we, we know you don't have all the answers right now, but tell us where, where you feel God is leading you for your vision for digital resources with CSRM. Yeah, so when it comes to, when it comes to resources, there's a part of resource development or even resource uh, preservation where you want to keep these things Mm-hmm. relevant uh i mean if you think about things back in the i mean i I'm, I'm a big fan again with the bible big fan of archaeology so you know anytime when they dig something up like even if it's a pot with broken shards they can look at that and go oh this was from this time or if they even find a papyrus you know that's very exciting like i know when the dead sea scrolls were found that was huge for the biblical world and how we read our Bibles, how we translate our Bibles and, and kind of know more about the biblical world. So I think the same thing is, you know, as we've gotten more progressive in our modern society, we have things like um, camcorders and CD recordings, and now it's everything's vid- video and digital. And sometimes to preserve those things are vital because even like with this, I mean, at camp, I used to burn dvds and cds and all this information onto these cds and i'm thinking oh man this is great this is gonna say unless you scratch it or break it it will preserve all our information and then what you find out is that some of these things can have disc rot and now all your files video files that you have are now static television now and you can't hear anything you can't see anything and all that great footage that you thought you're going to have forever is completely gone, which is why my wife is always like burn a what our wedding DVD. And then even though I have it in, in a backup, she's like, make sure you have a copy on your computer and make sure you have it in the cloud. So I have like 
four copies of our wedding video just in case if something happens at least i have a backup of a backup of a backup because that is something that is very important and even with hard drives sometimes hard drives fail so the idea of record keeping is so important and i and the benefit that we have in our modern society today is that technology is always going to continue to advance um, even, I mean, I can remember the very first computer we had, like it was a one gigabyte computer and man, though, that was huge. <laughs> and now it's like, like now the computer I'm working on and what I'm kind of on the zoom call with now is two tetrabytes. So, I mean, that's insane. Yes, <laughs> and yeah. even now, like the disc is like only this big, like an SDD disc. And it's so small where before you'd have rooms filled with these servers, that was one gigabyte. So as technology progresses, also our digital resources and how to preserve them. And it's not necessarily just to preserve them. So it's nice to have, oh yeah, here's our catalog of stuff. It's nice to have them, but there's always a wealth of information. And when you think about the scriptures, the reason why the Bible is still one of the best-selling books today, the reason why so many people have them in their houses, even it, whether you're a Christian or not, you could always go back and read the Bible and you could always find something new in there that you haven't seen before. Or sometimes you could read something and something, a word or a phrase or a certain, like one of these micro stories that's kind of woven into a longer narrative kind of speaks to you. And you're just like, wow, this is fascinating. And it kind of, and it always keeps breathing new life. So I think even when you have these resources um, when you distribute these resources and you have them, the people, especially in the sports ministry world, you know, yeah, you know, the game of basketball may change and maybe certain rules may change over the years, even in the next 20 years. But how you coach, how you lead, how you use this sport to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ, you know, there's some great foundational elemental tools that are still prevalent today that can really help us advance the sports ministry further. And I think when you have these resources, it's always like looking back to find that foundational steps and then just always kind of build upon that to uh, be more uh, effective and efficient in ministry. Scott, we really appreciate you and your heart and your expertise. Uh, Your, your passion just comes through and it's just fun to, to be associated with you. And we're just so thankful that God has brought both you and Austin to us because we think we've got a a very significant future ahead of us. And I know that as my role has changed more into this resource development uh, piece of this, and again, yes, I can send you a pledge card and you can donate money, but the resource development really is the resources that we're developing for other people. Mm -hmm. And we, we take that seriously and we are in within a CSRM world. We believe in a three-tier paradigm that we it all comes out of our theology, our biblically based theology, Christocentric, gospel-centric theology, and and those theological truths. Then, out of that, they inform our level two philosophical principles. So, if the first one is why we do what we do, then the second level is kind of how do we do it. How do we organize it? What's the organizational structure? Do we do camps? Do we do leagues? Do we do this? Do we do that? And then, and then out of that emerges our third level, our methodological models. And so our resources, and that's the what do we actually do? 
So we'd go from why do we do it theologically, how do we do it, when, where, with whom, at the philosophical level, and then finally, what do we do it at the methodological level? And all of that is really what what you're involved in, Scott, is to try to help on the digital side of that. And the one thing that really caught me that you talked about was the preservation, which is something that we most people don't think about. And and I know, and this is no slam against the young generation today, because I was the same way. You just kind of always assume grandma and grandpa are going to be there. You kind of always know I can go get the answers about the family. And the, and the fact of the matter is, is, is I would doubt that any one of us here knows the middle name of all four of our grandparents. Mm. It, that's how quick it gets past us. We don't know. And yet there are some things that we can learn. And so the preservation, but also the making it relevant, taking those lessons and then making them relevant in this day's society. And that's, that's one of the things that I'm really excited about having this, this continuum of generations that are doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, we just heard Austin just graduated. Uh, Scott, you're a little further down the road. Dan, you're a little further down the road. I'm a lot further down the road. And, and we, we all came out, but we're all now working together in this area. Well, and, and, and one thing I would like to speak on as far as preservation is it does leave something behind for people to look at to kind of help exactly. them navigate through. Because, again, I think the thing is the more things change, the more things stay the same. And, and, and I'll give an example. You know, when the pandemic hit, half of us were like, OK, what do we do? What's the best course? Even even our government was like, well, how do we how do we navigate through this? And I think a lot of times it's like, well, what did. How did people manage to do things when the Spanish flu of 1917 happened? Or so you kind of have to look back and go, okay, even though we have modern medicine, how did they equip people? And even just kind of thinking about just recently when the pandemic hit, I have a buddy of mine at the church. I was his pastor and he was at VT and he was an assistant for Buzz Williams when he was the coach at uh, Virginia Tech. And then when Buzz went to Texas A&M, uh, Dylan actually went with him to be his assistant and started to get his master's at Texas A&M. And when the pandemic hit, he said, Hey, we're doing this cool thing. We're doing a virtual basketball camp. And my son signed up and they mailed him a shirt. They mailed him a basketball and we literally watched YouTube videos. And here's my son. Who's at this point, it's like six years old learning how to do basketball drills. So, you know, in, in another hundred, so now we're kind of kind of at the tail end of this pandemic, but let's say in a hundred years when, you know, all of us are gone, um, unless some of us are still alive at that point, which I don't think so. And, and another global pandemic happens and you have sports ministers a hundred years. Well, how do we do basketball? How do we do, do sports? And how do we do sports camp in the pandemic when everything's shut down and we're kind of, well, here, Here's this resource from CSRM, like back when they did, or here's this resource from Buzz Williams, this legendary American basketball coach when he did this virtual basketball camp. And you can still find the resource of how they did it and all the lessons they taught. And it's like, it's there. And it's like, okay, now they have like more like hologram and VR now, like in Star Wars now in hundred years, but it, it, it leads a baseline. So then that way it's like, well, how do they do this? Or how did grandma make this? Or or how did they survive or do this? It's like, well, you could just go back and look. That's and there's right. All this resource there to be able That's to do right. it. And even though things have changed in the future, 
those foundational things are still there that you can look back and go, okay, here's how they did it. How do we put it in our day and era and our, in our culture now? And then I think that's where digital resources are vital to not only sports ministry, but vital to any ministry. And you're going to help us do that. And you're, you have been, and you're doing a great job. We're glad that you're there. And Dan mentioned this before that, um, all of us are on a faith-based mission, uh, mission here. And so we need folks that are listening, watching this to go to our website and check the box to, to donate, invest in Scott, invest in Alston, and, and get those finances coming in for these guys because they're making a difference that is such of, of such profundity that it's impacting the entire world. And that there literally are people, I can tell you that even today, that I was with folks in countries that I can't even mention digitally because their lives would be in danger. And we're training them using these resources that Scott is helping us provide. And so you're making a difference in some very significant places out there. Dan, I'm going to leave the last word up to you here to wrap us up and and. We're going to put this one in the can, as they say. All right. Well, as you can see, the future is very bright uh, with CSRM, and uh, it's because of who God is bringing to our team. And we're just really excited for for Scott and for Austin to be a part of things. And 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 we're we're here again to come alongside you. So if you're listening to this, and if we can do anything. Uh, to help your ministry, if we can provide a resource, if we can build a relationship with you, if we can point you to someone wherever you may live uh, who's doing similar things to get you guys uh, connected, that's what we're all about. So we really appreciate you spending some time with us, and uh, we can't wait to see where all this goes. So thank you so much, everyone, and uh, we'll see you next time. The CSRM Podcast is a production of CSRM and their production house, Overwhelming Victory. Dr. Greg Linville is the executive producer, and Scott Stedman is the associate producer and editor. To learn more about CSRM, visit csrm.org. For more information about Overwhelming Victory, visit overwhelmingvictory.org. The CSRM Podcast is the flagship member of the podcast network, Overwhelming Victory Radio. For more information on Overwhelming Victory Radio or to listen to our partner podcasts, visit overwhelmingvictory.org backslash OV radio. For CSRM Podcasts, I'm Mike Maloney. Have a blessed day.